This evening's broadcast of On the Yacht is proudly brought to you by Norman Vines Medium Class Escorts. Free HIV. What? Hang on. HIV free. Norman Vines Medium Class Escorts. They're all right. Yeah? I'm Norman Vine and I endorse this event or product. again to another episode of On The Yacht, the best show on radio in my very humble opinion. Ah, well, uh, what is the day today? It's January 9. Uh, The clock has just ticked over because it's midnight, of course. (sighs) (coughs) On The Yacht is, uh, well, proud to be joined by a man who's grinning sheepishly at me, Norman Vine. Hello, Adam. Oh, (laughs) somebody fire that producer. Norman, perhaps at this early stage in the show, you would like to take this opportunity to address some of those nasty rumours that have been flying around about you. Vine and hedges, fine cigars, perfectly safe, will make you smarter. Okay. Simple as that. Thank thank you very much for that, Norman. But don't believe what you read in the papers. No, we won't. Uh, we'll uh, get it straight from the horse's unless, mouth. Unless it's uh, my papers, of Unless course. that horse has mouth cancer. Dr. Kevin Goodall. <coughs> How are you doing? Adam. You're sounding a bit hoarse yourself. <laughs> I use horse with an A there. That's very funny. Yes, very droll. Linguistic. No, I'm I'm a bit under the weather tonight, Adam, if, if you will. No, yeah. But I'm pleased to be here. What kind of... What kind of bug? What ails me? Yes. It's a cough. A cough. Dry mouth. Do they call it cotton mouth? Well, you would have a dry mouth if there was a lot of cotton in there. That is how it feels. It feels as if my mouth Mm. was made of cotton. I've I've got Mm. to say, Norman Vine, I don't think that's much of an illness. No, but uh, I... I, um, You try living at my mouth. I I do. I get that quite a lot, actually, myself. Uh, It helps helps to uh, drink water. Drink water? Drink water. You can can get... uh, my own brand of water, Norman Vines, fine waters, from the, uh... Enough oh, sorry. advertising, sorry. Norman. Adam, sorry. can you imagine if your mouth was made of cotton and you could not produce any saliva? Mmm. <coughs> well, no, I'm licking my lips right now and I can't imagine that. <laughs> it's... You're dribbling on my arm, Adam. No, no, that's not dribble. That's... He's a very old man, Dr. Kevin. You I have think... to remember these things. I'm not that old, Norman. Well, as, lo- as long as the teeth stay in there, I think we're all right. No, all right, all right. You're all having a bit of a go today, <laughs> because it's January 9, of course. Uh, so it's a lucky day today. Is it? Yes, uh, you, you know the, uh, the lucky day system? If you multiply the month and the day, and it equals the year, so in this case, 09 times 01 equals 09, that is a lucky day. Okay, but it's 2009, not... Nine. Oh yes, you only use the last two digits. Oh, why is that? I mean, who invented this system? I don't know. I read it in a maths textbook once. Okay, perhaps the ancient Mayans. Possibly. I do not believe you have ever read a maths textbook in your life, Norman. It's one of those uh, maths textbooks on tape. I hope it had a lot of pictures as well. Oh yes, yes. Tape Mm. and uh, audio and uh, and visual, but uh, certainly I didn't read it myself. It's uh, not my style. Need a man to read your book to you. Well, I was 12 years old at the time, Dr. Kevin. I mean, you're a teacher. Surely you encounter students like myself, gifted, no doubt. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sensing a bit of hostility in the studio here, so let's wash that one right over and uh, begin with a new topic. Dr. Kevin Goodall, I would like to ask you, how was your day today? Well, as I said, this damn cotton mouth has been preventing me from doing anything of merit. I I spent the day in bed and immersed myself in books. Oh, yeah, really? Any, any, any on books? On tape. 
I no, beg your pardon, Adam. Adam. Sorry. Any books did you read? I mean, Norman's just suggested that you might have read one on tape, but... No tapes. Uh, mostly books and uh, atlases, maps, um, cartography, mm. books on the art of cartography. I'm, I'm very interested in the art of cartography. I have an interesting cartographical question for you, Dr. Kevin Goodall. Well, I'm no expert. I must must preface your question with that. Is there a particular word for the circumference circumference of the earth at two points which mm. are not the poles? So at the poles the uh the circumference in the middle in yes. the midpoint yes. is called the equator. Now, yes. if I were to pick two uh opposite poles on the earth anywhere and the mm. circumference of that what would that be called mm, an equatorial pole perhaps oh i'm i'm no cartographer adam oh, but you've been reading about cartography all day haven't only you? the maps not the words uh, so only you, the maps so you're interested in places mm. 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 any anything take your fancy today um no perhaps mali no, no, definitely not. Not a fan of Marley. Definitely not Marley. 5UV, Radio Adelaide's On The Yacht. Call now, 8303 5000. And that's why I hate Marley. Mm. Well, strong words, but uh, I suppose it's fair. Norman Vine, I'd like to ask you what you did today. Yes, Adam. I had a fantastic day. I, oh, for lunch I had, uh, finally... My uh, my uh, homegrown tomatoes are coming through, <coughs> and uh, we just have, have hand, handfuls, ice cream buckets full of them, and mm. I'm uh, treating myself to a lovely bruschetta oh, I that see. I do every every time, uh, every every year around about this time. Mm. And uh, I tell you what, those those Italians, they've uh, they've got it going on with uh, with that bruschetta. It is, as they say, bellissimo. Oh, okay, you know. You're, uh, you're a bit of a linguist there, because I always pronounce it bruschetta, but... Uh, well, uh, I believe that's also acceptable. You're but, a man uh, of the word. I'm a man, a, of, man of the world. Man of the people. Man of the world and man of the world. I'm, I'm a man of many things. Uh, so I am Norman Vine. Lovely. One word comes to mind, but I don't think I can say <laughs> it on the show. Oh, no, no, you shouldn't say it. That would be a bit inappropriate. I was going to ask you about the variety of tomato. Because I grow romas. Myself. Oh yes, yes, yeah. I do like that. Lovely uh, romas. There's also big and red. Yes, uh, they're my favourite actually. But uh, you can Juicy. also you can also get the black Russian. Were you aware of that? Oh, no, are they are they actually black they, tomatoes? Yes, they are. I I only learned about these recently. Black mm. tomatoes. Do they taste any different to the big red ones? Yes, they taste uh, Russian. Hmm. If uh, I, I know that doesn't translate very well, but you you need to just find some and bite into one. It's like uh, it's like biting into a bottle of vodka. Even get the glass. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's very horse horse fruit. With an A or an O? Oh, both. Both. Oh yes. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I've, I mean, I've I've been kind of prompting it, but you haven't asked what I've done today. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm impolite. You wag. Now, Norman, what did you do yesterday? <laughs> well, I had some more bruschetta. <laughs> oh, I see. Now, Adam's I looking very dejected over there in the corner. I, I guess we had better indulge him. I have a him. big frown on my face, a big Dr. Frown. Kevin Goodall, which is a very big shame because I had a great day today. Oh, And wow. I was very pleased with myself until I've come into the studio and... Ah, oh, you're just not appreciating well, what I... Well, perhaps you could tell us all about it tomorrow night. No, I'm just joshing you. Please, Adam, indulge me with the wild tales of your exploits. Well, Dr. Kevin Goodall. Yes? I'm glad you asked. I went for a walk down the street. Well, that's, uh, that's something. What did you do on this walk down the street? Oh, not much else. Just a nice walk down the... It was a sunny day, wasn't it? And Yes. Oh, just basked in the sunshine and... I actually, you know how you've got the road and the the footpath, and there is a slight drop. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, as I was crossing the road, I didn't cross where the ramp was, and needless to say, I mean this was quite distressing at the time. I put my foot at that spot, 
where the curb. You're on the yacht on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. Well, you know the gist of it, and I rolled my ankle, and I've been in hospital all day, but I won't bore you with that. Uh, Norman Vine and Dr. Kevin Goodall. Uh, Some other time, perhaps. We've got a track coming up. It's from uh, a band, Captain Cook. Uh, and I won't pronounce the rest of it, but it's a German band. And uh, perhaps perhaps my favourite record of all time, the songs come from. We'll play another one later in the show, uh, if you if you want to hear that. Uh, also, after the break, we've got uh, our domestic goddess, Lynn. It's always good to have Lynn on the show, isn't it, Dr. Kevin Goodall? Oh, I'm a big fan of that mm. gorgeous lady. Oh, oh, I mean, I would agree with you right there. My favourite record... Now, Captain Cook that we were about to play, are we having some problems playing that? Oh, these systems are so old. I, I don't know what's going on. The producers I are running around. Almost mm. as old as you are, Adam. <laughs> no, not no. even close. <laughs> I, I suspect what the problem is, is I've brought it in on one of those old records that they have. You know, it's, a, it's mm. the wax... Mm. Made of shellac, perhaps. But they, they can't play it in the CD players, I think. Mm. This mm. is this is no good. This is pandemonium. Well, Adam, perhaps you. There's can also tell a me fly in the studio. A fly. It's <laughs> buzzing around, and it's very lucky Tim Ray is not here. Because if there's one thing that man abhors, it is flies in the studio. It's just buzzing around. It's all in my mm. ear. It's all. Mm. Oh, it, it. You know. I'm really not enjoying this. Adam, I would like to ask you, what prompted this walk that you went on today? Did you have to uh, post a letter or mm. return some videotapes, perhaps? Well, it's interesting that you should ask, because I actually was out to buy a portrait. Buy a portrait? Of myself. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> well... Who are you, Norman Vine? No, I mean, uh, I wasn't going for the, you know, the top end. I wasn't asking, I don't know, who's a famous artist. I wasn't getting them to... Vermeer? Pay. I don't Monet, know. perhaps. Mm. Oh, hello, that's the song. Well, oh, they've got it going. Oh, well, uh, the song is almost a portrait of me, which I was looking out for. So uh, get ready for this. It's Captain Cook. <coughs> <coughs> You're on the yacht, 101.5. Are you a keen camper? I'll bet you're tired of freezing to death in your tent. But what's the alternative? Risk carbon monoxide poisoning by starting an in-tent campfire? Come on down to Calvin's TP Warehouse. Our tents have a hole in the roof, so smoke can easily escape, leaving you warm and dry. But wait a minute. What if it rains? Won't the rain come in through the roof and put out my campfire? You'd think so, wouldn't you? But don't fret. If it starts to rain, just throw a tarpaulin over your teepee. That'll stop the rain in a jiffy. But won't that trap the smoke inside? <laughs> You're not exactly the outdoors type, are you, sir? The Native Americans have been using teepees for generations, and they're doing pretty well for themselves. Calvin's Teepee Warehouse. You won't find a cheaper teepee anywhere, not even at Calvin's Teepee Warehouse. Pym Street, Dudley Park. Sexy. Hello, I'm world-renowned entrepreneur, self-made man, and self-confessed womanizer, Norman Vine. Looking for some fun with the woman of your dreams? <laughs> Aren't we all? But apart from me, who else can afford it? Well now, you can stop living life asleep and bring your slumber fantasy to reality with Norman Vine's medium-class escorts. Whether to fill a lonely evening at home, to impress your friends and family at Christmas dinner, or to shove a <laughs> caress their <laughs> all around you <laughs> until you <laughs> cucumber. Oh, yes. Oh, 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 yes. Whoever said money can't buy you happiness? Available in a public toilet near you. Norman Vine's medium-class escorts. They're all right. I'm Norman Vine and I endorse this event or product. You're on the yacht on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. OK. 
Okay, welcome back on the yacht again. Hello, I'm your host, Adam, and joining me in the studio, as always, is my good friend, Norman Vine. Hello, Norman. Hello, Adam. We've got a special treat coming up today for the listener. We have our resident domestic goddess, Lynn Reiskub. Did I say that right, Lynn? Oh, you say it right every time, Adam. (laughs) How are you? Um, I'm very good, thank you, Lynn. Good to hear. You know me a little too well. And how are you there? Uh, Yes, hello. I haven't met you before. I'm Norman Vine. Oh, Norman Vines. Climb up any (laughs) time. I'm a poet. I, I like it. Thanks, thanks. Good, good stuff. Uh, firstly, before, we had some uh, listener emails coming in across the wire uh, that we might get you to solve, Lynn. But first, I heard that you had a good tip for us that uh, you might want to share. Yes, yes, I do, darling. Um, you know how sometimes, whether you're having a, a grandiose dinner party with a, a few friends or compadres and uh, having a nice vino a la carte and you uh, have a candle or so in the middle of the table or you're just burning candles any old time and you drop a bit of wax on your fine, fine, silky uh, tablecloth or whatever sort of material you have on you and you desperately need to get that baby out... Well, what do I do? Don't worry, there is something you can do. All you have to do is put another piece of material over it, give it a deep, deep hard iron, really hard, Mm. really taut, and then hopefully and most likely it will just rip right off. Well, that's hot. A hot iron. Yes, make sure the iron is... Steaming hot. What if, like me, you don't own an iron? Well, Is there any substitute? Maybe. What I if guess I just lit some matches and place that near, oh, near the wax and you, melted it off? I would love to go up to your room and see your house as a little bachelor pad, I think. No, I, I actually live on a boat. <laughs> oh, just by the way, you're sounding. Seems like you don't have a domestic bone in your body. No, I'm not sure if you heard, but I recently lost my, lost my house and I live on my boat, so. Oh. That, uh, I'm actually living by candlelight, so that will be a good tip for me. Done, done. Take that on, take that on. Well, Lynn, you can you can check out my irons any old time. <laughs> I'm a golfer. Oh. That's what I meant. I'll take you up on that. Interesting that uh, you should say golf, Norman, because our first email is from uh, Jeff. Jeff, and he said, I play golf regularly, and I get these stains on my balls, golf balls, when when the club strikes the ball, it leaves a little silver mark on the ball, and my mate is giving me a hard time uh, about all my dirty balls. Oh, Adam, can I tell you, I have a tip about that. My first husband always had dirty balls, and it was quite off-putting, especially when we were around friends and, you know, went to go for a hit, and his dirty balls would be a little bit embarrassing. I hear that it, it affects the aerodynamics as well, so I've heard. Oh, and when they're swinging around, you just you don't know where to look and they don't know where to go. Swinging your club, you mean, is that what you mean? Yes, exactly. Good, good. So um, I'm thinking what you could do is get a dirty old rag, rub it in something wet and moist and just scrub those balls. Just water or maybe, uh, I don't know, some turpentine? A bit of Vaseline always does those balls a lot of help. Something, something water-based, I've heard. Mm-hmm. Is it? mm-hmm. good. Okay, we'll try that one out, Jeff. Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. This is Tim Ray speaking. Our, uh, our next email is from... Uh, this one came into my inbox. It's, uh, it's, it's also from Jeff. I think it's a different Jeff. Christmas time, of course, just passed. And uh, he wants to know... What should he do to dispose of his Christmas tree? Lynn, do you have any idea how to help Jeff too? Is it a real tree or one of those uh, artificials? Well, what would you what would you say to a if it was a real tree? How would you dispose of a genuine Christmas tree? Listen, I say biodegrade. Put it in the soil, let it sit for a while. Maybe just watch it decompose. Something simple, something sweet. And then the soft smell of pine will permeate through your home and you've saved some money on air fresheners and compost. 
So recycling the pine leaves into the a, needles. a nice potpourri, and you put it in the bathroom, and it smells oh, lovely. I th- I'm sorry, I take it back that you were a bit of a bachelor there. I think you are right on the money. I think yes. you're a bit of an old maid, Adam. <laughs> no, no, it is confirmed. I am a bachelor. Mm. But I do. I am handy around the house. Yes, a dream man. In I, fa- must, I must say I did hear something about putting Christmas trees in the mulcher. Norman, I, I think you told me that. It was, I it, should not do that? Or? I've heard it's bad. I don't know why. I was listening to the radio and they were talking about it. That's where, obviously, mm. Jeff has uh, become concerned here. Jeff too. And, uh, yes, I, I wasn't listening to the whole segment, so that... Well, can I butt in? Please. Don't put a pine tree into the mulcher, because you'll break it. Maybe that's maybe yeah, that, that is the reason. Yeah, I think that's as simple I as mean, it goes. Simple, stupid, mm. but simple. Just just bury it, is what you're saying. Just bury it, or let it sit. Let it sit wild, born free. Reminds me of a song. Born free. Oh. Oh, as sweet as the wind blows. Oh, it's free, sorry. As free as the wind blows. As free as the grass grows. Probably a copyright problem there. But no, I'm, I actually got the rights. I'll be releasing an album of lovers' hits. Really? Good for the home, good for the mulch, good for the potpourri, whatever you're into. Music to, to work to. Music to, to be a domestic goddess to. Hmm, sounds great. What if it's an artificial Christmas tree? Darling, we, we probably should cover I that. would not be caught dead with an artificial pine tree in my home. <laughs> but what you could do is just take it back to the shop that you bought it from and said it was broken to begin with and get the money back. Ah, of course. Hmm. How, can a, how can a Christmas tree be broken? Well, you could just Perhaps say that it was like that when you got it. Oh, okay. I don't know. So deliberately break it before you yes, take it back. Yes, vomit on it if you need. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Well, what's the best way to obtain some vomit if you're not if you're feeling particularly healthy? Um, I would say drink some oyster juice, follow it down with a glass of milk, full fat, girls, full fat milk, and then maybe have a bit of a squeak of a tuna, tuna can that is, the juice at the bottom. Oh, okay. Well, I hope you're writing that down, Jeff. Oh, fascinating stuff, uh, Norman. We- we're very privileged to have Lynn here in the studio because sometimes it can be a bit boring with just us men here. Oh, what? boys, it's never boring a room of men. I concur. Manly, manly men with uh, fine cigars. Yeah, cigars. That's what cigars, makes Cigars, Cubans. Hot. No, no, I have my own brand, Vine and Hedges. Ooh! Uh, I highly recommend it. From Ecuador, some, were they? Send me Guata- some Guatemala. Guatemala, Guatemala. Mm. A lovely place. went there in 1987. Did you know Norman? <laughs> Didn't they have a coup there? That I don't know. It was I a long time ago. I don't recall. I was just on the beach myself. You're listening to Radio Adelaide on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM on the yacht. All right, and finally we've got a letter from Barbara, who uh, the festive season has just passed, and she's written that uh, she has a hard time stuffing the turkey, that she really just finds it very uh, unpleasurable, and really just wants to uh, find another way. Is there another solution to cleaning a turkey and stuffing it? Well, definitely, because uh, Christmas has just ended, so, you know, you can get those turkeys from your favourite grocery stores rather cheap. It's sale time, it's sale time, it is sale time. And um, if you are keen on getting yourself one of those turkeys, I'd say... Just get, um, you know how sometimes you can have those uh, tap attachments, like a shower nozzle? Mm, yes. Not not a baster. No, 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 no. This is about cleaning the turkey. Oh, this, um, is, this is industrial strength. Listen, the busy the thing about a domestic goddess is you've got to love your house. You've got to love your husband, your kids, and everything else that goes with it. But the we're mi- lift- milkman. The milkman. Oh. <laughs> the rumours are not true. I hear he rings twice, always. <laughs> always rings twice. Oh, wait, that's the... <laughs> That's, that's the bellboy. That's the postman. Oh, Forgive yeah. me. Forgive me. Yes. Um, <laughs> They're all ringing multiple times. Oh, multiple, multiple. It's true. And um, what you have to do is just stick one of those nozzles in, yoink it up the coit of your favourite Christmas turkey, turn on the tap and 
wash out the innards because we are living in a busy day. I, I love my kids, I love my husband, but uh, I haven't got time to be sticking my fingers up the rear end of a turkey and swishing around to see what Santa's brought home. I just like to use a bit of a bit of a tap nozzle, get it all out. But one thing i found, and Barbara, woman to woman, here's a bit of a tip if you want to really impress your guests in this uh, new year, get one of those turkeys. Christmas turkeys, whatever it is, and instead of stuffing it with your usual breadcrumbs, rosemary, oregano, or oregano, whatever you call it, instead, go a bit Australiana. Show them that you are proud and patriotic to be an Australian domestic goddess. Get some of those witchy grubs from your local Aboriginals, or perhaps even from an Australian specialty food store. Give them a bit of a mush. Go out to the backyard and get some of that wattle from your neighbour's tree. Get some of that Australiana wattle, mix it in with the witchy grubs and a little bit of uh, eucalyptus leaf. Just brush it, slide it, swish it over like you're painting a house. Get the, get the leaves and breeze them over. Slowly, soft but precise. And there you have your smooth Australiana stuffing and then shove it up the turkey. Oh, that sounds lovely, doesn't it, Norman? And uh, don't forget to stick a good old Aussie's flag in that as well. Oh, oh, I tell you, we got a great country. I hope you're inviting me around for Australia Day because that sounds great and, well, I haven't eaten in two days, so... Frankly, it would be lovely. Yes. Yeah, so, well, you're not coming to my house, that's for certain. <laughs> I was talking no, to Adam then. But Lynn, you're more than happy to I'll, come to my house. I'll be there. I'll oh, be there. Excellent to have you here, Lynn. Thank you very much. Thanks for, for having me, boys. And uh, I'd just like to say let's hope that the new year brings you good times, good cheer, all anxiety. Okay, thank you very much. And Norman, let's just remind our viewers to fire off those emails for next week and she'll be back again to answer your questions. You're on the yacht, Radio Adelaide, 101.5. Are you looking for an above-ground swimming pool to swim in with your friends or family at parties? Well, why not consider buying one from us? Raise above-ground swimming pools. We also sell below-ground swimming pools. That's both kinds of swimming pools. Available now. Just look for the large diving board on Anzac Highway. You can't miss it. Make it splash with your friends or family. Our pools are above ground, but our prices are at ground level. Also, some of our pools are below ground. You're listening to Radio Adelaide on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM on the yacht. <coughs> Oh dear, oh, I think of, uh, uh, you're on the yacht of course, and this is me, your host Adam, I think I've caught uh, one of those bugs from Dr. Kevin Goodall. Cottonmouth. Who, mm, he, he was mentioning before that he was ill. Uh, Alright, but it is just past half past the hour, which means it is time to check in with Tim Ray at the newsroom. And I said a medium double shot skinny chai latte. You are so incompetent. What are you? Fucking stupid or something? Where the fuck do you think you're going? Oh, I haven't finished with you yet. Oh no, I haven't even fucking started. You are the most useless piece of office equipment. You are not worth the price of this foam latte cup. And might I add, I specifically said not in a foam cup. You know what you could do with this cup? Whatever the fuck you want! And another thing! I told you to clean this studio! There is dust everywhere! How the fuck am I supposed to read this stupid news with all this fucking dust? Oh, you people have got to be the most incompetent bunch of us. Why is that light on? Alright, thanks Tim for that. Uh, we'll look forward to that later in the show. Uh, I'm joined, I'm Adam, of course, and joined here on the yacht with Norman Vine. Hello, Adam. And Dr. Kevin Goodall. Yo. Well, that's... Uh, You've I've been hanging around those young kids too mm. often. The you, said, you said before that I was ill, so I thought I would talk like a rap singer. 
No, no, it's not registering with me, but I suppose that's why you're our youth consultant, <coughs> Dr. Kevin Goodall. I hear about these things at universities. Mm. I, I don't really know what it means. Mm, mm. Il, il. I'll, I'll, I'll take that on board and I'll try and use it appropriately. All right. Uh, thank you, Dr. Kevin Goodall. My pleasure. You know what might be... Uh, well, you know how I might describe being ill, Dr. Kevin Goodall. I might describe it as embarrassing. Well, Is that so? You have nothing to be embarrassed about. Perhaps you should consult your dictionary, Adam. Well, it's a bit embarrassing, isn't it, when you get sick and... Depends well, on the sickness, I suppose. Well, I mean... What uh, have you got at the moment? No, I don't have anything that embarrassing. It's not contagious, is it? No, no, I just... Uh, a little mouth soreness. And, oh, of course. Uh, no, I don't want to go into it. But, as a radio man, if you've got, like, a sore voice, as Dr. Kevin Goodall has, mm. it might be a bit embarrassing on air, you know, trying to talk with you... <coughs> Uh, and coughing up and well, everything. Well, you should insure your voice, Adam, like I have. No, have you insured your yes, voice? $50,000. The man with the golden tonsils. That, well, isn't that John Laws? I thought he was golden something just, else. Just the microphone. Just the microphone. And the headphones. Mm, 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 I mm. like his style. Those mm. premiums must be a bit high for $50,000. I don't know if I could afford that. Oh, I sure can. Could you, uh, could you afford to insure my tonsils? I don't know if it works that way. No, you... I don't know. Maybe you could just pay the premiums. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, yeah. Your birthday's coming up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that, that would be an interesting gift. Uh, but, Norman Vine, uh, <coughs> you know the segment we've got now? We've been introducing it for a while now. Sicknesses. No, no. no. <coughs> Most no. embarrassing... Rap singers. Oh, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, we're not having a segment about rap singers. Maybe next week. You might learn something, Adam. What's about how to be ill? I don't think so. I don't want to be any sicker than I am now. Thanks to you, Dr. Kevin Goodall. You could be spinning on your head like a break dancer. But I digress. That would cause a lot of blood flow to the brain. And I don't know... And that could be embarrassing. It would. My face would go all red Mm. and I would be embarrassed. That is the segment. Embarrassing Moments. 5UV, Radio Adelaide's On The Yacht. Call now, 8303-50000. And as the host, I will begin. I will tell the first embarrassing story. It was about five years ago, Norman. Yes, what, 2004? I went on the Atkins diet. Atkins diet. Uh, The Rowan Atkinson diet. (laughs) <laughs> no, you don't want to go on that one. Okay. Just lots of beans. Ha <laughs> ha! Sorry. Okay. It's an old one. All right, all right. No, very interesting. I, uh... The early part of the diet involves all meat. I mean, you just eat meat. <laughs> no veg. <Bloody>. No veggies. <laughs> only, only meat. Only meat. That could not be good for you, Adam. But it's supposed to detox you. Well, at least this is what I thought when I first went on the diet. And I, I mean, I, I liked the sound when I... <laughs> you when liked I, the sound of all meat. It did sound good. It's very, very manly. Manly diet. Eating a s- big steak. Big steak. Every now, Sausages. For a week. Bacon. It, it sounds ghastly and unhealthy, but certainly not embarrassing, Adam. Well, it's a coincidence that you should say that, because... It was embarrassing, because do you know what happens as a result of eating only meat and no Scurvy! Fiber? Scurvy! Eating no fibre as well. I mean, I would catch scurvy if I went for a longer period without no... without any fruit, was would, would uh, cure me of scurvy, Norman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well, you're in the Navy, you know what that's all about. No, but eating a lot of meat and nothing else causes severe constipation. Oh, oh. Ooh, yeah. oh, that is embarrassing. And you, you know, you better believe at the time that I was in the navy, and we you were had... in the navy five years ago. <laughs> Adam, I never knew this. That's why you went on that leave. No, 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 no. Shore leave, perhaps. I've, I, I forgot to finish. I was returning for a guest stint. Oh, okay. To cheer up the troops, boost morale. They were in battle in the uh, in the Persian Gulf. Yes, sir. Yeah. I went the, to a... Those dis- O-shows, whatever they're called. Yes, I went Bob to... Bob Hope. I went to a destroyer and I was there to perform for the boys in Iraq. 
That's very patriotic. Yes, but I was severely constipated. Dr. No, no good. Just when I was about to go on stage, I was stuck all night oh dear. on the royal throat. <laughs> oh, no. Is that oh. what they call it in a ship? I thought they called it the head. The, is that so? No, that's that's not what I've called it. The, the, the poop deck. I've never... I've. Well, that would be an appropriate uh, <laughs> deck for what I was on at the time. I don't think it was the actual poop deck, but I was... Uh, it was one level below. Mm, I just couldn't quite get there. I suppose, was the uh, embarrassing part of it all. But embarrassment uh, implies some degree of public humiliation. What was public about you being constipated on the toilet, Adam? Well, the key... uh, What a rude question. I'm sorry, I forget myself. We're on the radio. Yeah. That's that's public (laughs) enough, I think. Mm. I won't... won't, uh, It's embarrassing now. I won't tell you uh, what uh, what the real embarrassing part of it was, but I'll just say, when it rains, it pours. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Dr. Kevin Good. 5 UV, Radio Adelaide's On The Yacht. Call now, 8303-5000. Yes, I should just remind you, if you've got an embarrassing moment, you should call in on 8303-5000. But Dr. Kevin Goodall, Embar- <coughs> what is your most embarrassing moment? <coughs> oh. Being sick well, on tonight's show, maybe. That's pretty embarrassing, but... um. <coughs> One in particular comes to mind. I don't know if it's quite the type of story that you're talking about, Adam, but it sure was embarrassing at the time. Um, Last year I was involved in the... Well, as you know, I'm a teacher at the Flinders University, and I was involved in a ceremony for the graduation of the students, and as part of this ceremony, as they often do at these (laughs) universities... You're breathing very heavily. I'm sorry. putting me off. I'm... How embarrassing. I'm self-conscious enough with this damn cotton mouth. Um, now, let me, let me continue and gather my train of thought. I was involved in a ceremony uh, for the graduation of the students, and as they often do at universities and places of learning, they like to acknowledge that the land is owned by the traditional owners, which in this case was the Ghana people, so they had some kind of ceremony involving the first Australians, which of course I'm very passionate about because I am a strong supporter of the plight of the first Australians, but as part of this ceremony, I don't quite know how it happened, but I was roped into... I don't even know what happened, but I found myself on the stage in front of a lot of people, and I was playing a didgeridoo. (laughs) (coughs) It's making me... 5UV, Radio Adelaide's On The Yacht. Call now, 8303-5000. Yes, it's making me cough just thinking about it and my mouth is turning dry because I don't know the first thing about playing the didgeridoo. Oh, no. Oh, no. What did you do, Dr. Kevin Goodall? It sounded like a car backfiring. Oh, no. Well, it's obviously out of tune. It was out of something. Mm. Mm. Very, very uh, embarrassing. Very not good. a respectful way to kick off a graduation ceremony. No, my my face is red just just thinking about it, and that doesn't even begin to cover the the loincloth and body paint I was wearing at the time, which was just as embarrassing. Yes, well, interesting, interesting stuff. <coughs> but perhaps Norman Vine could top this story. Oh, I, I'm a, I'm a very embarrassing man. I know it. Very I'm embarrassing. Down the street with you, you're always making some kind when of scene, I, Norman. <laughs> you were very, oh, you were very embarrassed when I took you to meet my 15-year-old niece. Oh, is that uh, Rose? Was it? Yes. Yes. Well, she, uh, well, she sent. Uh, she's uh, obviously, if you cast your mind back a few weeks ago, when she uh, graduated from university mm. with uh, accounting, was it? Yes. And I took you, I took you to meet her when she was just 15. And oh, what yeah. did you do, Norman? I offered her a job. Offered her what a job. What kind of job did you offer? Uh, it was a, an internship. Mm, an intern- probably a head job. Oh, that's not appropriate. That is not appropriate. I would certainly never do that. Needless to say, Rose declined. No, no, no. Now, I would not do that. I, I am spoken for. Well, you did do that, Norman Fine. And let me... But I don't want to get into that on this it, show. It was obviously some sort of miscommunication. No, there was no miscommunication, but I don't want to get into that. I'm no, having, I said, I'm is ha- she on top I'm, of getting the job? I'm, I'm having the final word, uh, okay. Norman Vines. Sorry. You are a dirty, 
old man. D O M, I believe they call it. Not as old as you. You're you're old. Twice as dumb. Norman Vine, you are ordered now to tell your most embarrassing story on air. Okay, right. Well, uh, of course, they're my most embarrassing, because I don't consider that one of uh, my most embarrassing stories. Maybe Rose, I don't know. But uh, I'll have to meet up with her again and ask her, maybe over dinner or something. But um, I, uh, I remember last year, last tax, uh, tax season, when that uh, finished, uh, one of my accountants made a, uh, an error, a numerical error. He forgot to carry the 17 or something like that, and... I don't know one thing. You know this 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 error. It was it was carried over, and somehow I ended up donating three million dollars to charity that year. And the next thing I know, I get a call completely out of the blue from some hospital. They're naming a wing after me. Long story short, there's now a, a Norman Vine loony bin somewhere in the city. I don't even know where it is, but it's named after me. Incurable diseases. Incurable. That doesn't sound embarrassing at all, oh, Norman. I'd be certainly very... nothing that I would knowingly, willingly do. Mm, mm. I mean, what is this, some sort of charity? Mm. <laughs> this is not a, a Norman Vine is not a charity. <coughs> Sorry, just coughing something up there. Uh, but, Norman, that was an interesting story, but I think we have a caller on the line who can top that embarrassing story. It is uh, Hampton from Roseworthy. Hello, Hampton. Uh, hello? G'day, Hampton. You're on the air. Uh, hi. Um... Yeah, um, well, my embarrassing story is, well, I went to a medium-class escort, and, um, was, yeah, I won't, I won't bore you with the details, but um, I, got an, I, I got a pretty nasty STD from the um, escort I was with, um, and, yeah, boy, was my face red, and so were my testicles. How embarrassing. It was quite embarrassing. Especially because, mm, you know, um, the location she decided that, you know, we fornicated in was, was in the middle of a park, and there was a kid's soccer match going on, Oh dear. I hope you weren't found out uh, in the process, uh, Hampton. Well, I was on some, you know, pretty hardcore meth, so. Well, that's certainly embarrassing. <laughs> Methylated spirits, you had some of that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah cleaning the, uh, the park. Mm. No, park good for park you. Lands. Good for you. Keep, keeping our streets clean is it? Keeping South Australia beautiful. Well, you know, I'd, I'd rather keep it than some druggie that's living on the side of the street, so, you know. Hmm. An mm. admirable profession. Yeah, that's not even the beginning of the story. All right, thank you very much, Hampton. We've heard enough from your story. It's gone on quite enough. Mmm. Mmm. Thanks, thanks for that, Dr. Kevin Goodall. Well, I thought that was very interesting, wasn't it, boys? I sure learned something. Mmm. How about you, uh, Norman Vine? Oh, very embarrassing. Mmm. All right, well, uh... That should be enough for that segment. Uh, thank you very much for all your calls. Or one of you. You're on the yacht on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. Radio Adelaide's Adam on the yacht. Not commercial, professional. G'day dudes and doodasses, it's me, Brian Simmons, you know, from the footy. Hey, if there's one thing I love, it's kicking the footy. But I can't kick the footy every day of the week. And if I'm not kicking the footy, I just like to part my ass on a couch, big sofa, little sofa, nah, big sofa, just watch some telly, uh, drink a Farmer's Union iced coffee. Wrong ad, Brian. Oh, it's not that ad? Nah, not drinking the Farmer's Union iced coffee. Just sitting on the couch. Uh, it's a wide brown land. And hey, we got a wide couch for the wide man. Or woman. Not a sexist. But it is a couch. Yeah, we got them. Uh, wide brown sofas. For the big man. And the little man. And the big man. I'm Brian Simmons. You're happy with that? No. Yes, you're on the yacht, and it is time for a news break. Oh, I've got to chew in my mouth. Good morning on the Yacht News with Tim Ray. The only boy who could ever teach me was the son of a preacher man. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Mm, yes, he was. The top headlines this minute. South Australian Premier Mike Rand said to be sleeping on the job. 
And on the yacht, stuns listeners with witty news breaks. The weather for tomorrow. Precipitation, showers, rain, drizzle, frost, smog, mist, thunderstorms, tornadoes and blizzards are just some of the things not to expect in the next 24 hours. The actual weather now is not available. Taking a look into the classifieds, Brian from Sterling is selling his collection of antique armoires for <laughs> what I might say is a very reasonable price. And the other classified of considerable note is the complete set of racing sails being sold by Gladys from Semaphore. Mmm, those are good racing sails. Not great. The politics of dancing. Now let's cross to our political correspondent in Canberra, Trucker Pines. Really? Wow, that's uh, that's interesting news there. Um, can you tell me a bit more about the scandal that's uh, shocked the Prime Minister's office? I can tell you something, this is one of the worst scandals I've seen in all of my career. Wow, wow, that's that's incredible. You heard it first here on, on the yacht on Radio Adelaide. Well, just before we wrap up, Trucker, uh, I believe this this day today marks the... Pardon me. Yes, keep going there, Trucker. I uh, have low blood sugar. Okay, just before we wrap up, I believe today marks the 30th year anniversary to the day that you have been broadcasting and commenting on political goes and woes in Australia. How does that make you feel? Oh, yeah, very good. Very good. I've been here so long now and I've seen so much things. I just wish I was, uh... <coughs> I'm speaking I'm, I'm... No, no, that's fine. I think we should wrap things up there. You want to get a bite to eat after? Oh. Yes. Thanks again, as always, a huge thanks to Trucker Pines there from Canberra, our political correspondent. Taking a look at the traffic now with our traffic guru, Nick Blue. Yeah, how you going, Tim? Just checking your vital signs for the drive home here on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. We've got a speed camera at the intersection of Anzac Highway and Marion Road. Been there for about 12 years, so if you weren't aware of that, well, you probably deserve to lose your license. Might be a good idea to try to pay more a little attention on the road. And just remember to drive on the left, and if you plan to drink and drive, make sure your will's in order. Nothing worse than expensive legal fees this time of year. Take it from my ex-wife. Also, life jackets save lives, and no life jackets save more lives than Watson's life jackets. Watson's, the life jacket people. Tim? Great, thanks. Uh, Nick Blue there in the Watson's Traffic Centre. And I think that's all I've got. You're up to date with the latest traffic weather and together. Weather and together. <laughs> what did I say before? <laughs> uh, back to you, uh, Adam in the studio. You're on the yacht, Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM or something. Uh, well, this is a touch embarrassing because uh, in the interval, I've accidentally sat on my spectacles. Oh dear. And I cannot see for the life of me what I'm supposed to be reading on the little box in front of me. Probably probably thank Tim, I would think. Uh, would be Tim, the first thing Tim, to do. yes. What I will do is... Tim? <laughs> Tim. Uh, I, I thank you for your thanks. It, it is much appreciated. Okay. Um, why are you here? New News? News, I'm good news. at it. Tim Ray in the newsroom. I'm good at the news. If there's one thing I'm good at, it's reading the news. I do just want to mention quickly, Gwendoline Garibaldi has sent in a lovely microscopic picture of some bacteria. And for the listeners out there, if you've got news, send it to David M. Green at davidmgreen.com. Back to you. Ah, uh, thanks, Tim. Uh, I'm here in the studio. I'm Adam. I'm Adam. Uh, and here in the studio with my good friends, Dove... Adam, D shall I read the subscriber call? Yes, man. Adam, do you like jazz? Yes, I enjoy jazz very much. Thank you, uh, Doc. Would you say Doctor? you love jazz? No, no, no. I'm, I love it. Would you support it financially? Yes, yes, I probably would. How much is it worth to you? My entire fortune, which is actually about uh, $50,000 at this point. Adam, if you could sustain jazz, 
for a dollar a week. Could you swing to that? Mm, yeah, yeah, I could. I, I, yeah, I, I would, I would pay that much to sustain jazz. Especially if it was tax deductible. Oh, okay, well, tax deductible, amazing. I would, yeah, subscribe. <coughs> well then, you are listening to the right station if you love jazz and want to keep it alive. Our subscription rate is fifty-two dollars a year, tax deductible. It keeps us on air, and it keeps you swinging at them. Hmm. Okay. Thank. Thanks for that, Doctor Kevin Goodall. Oh. I've remembered your name because I've I've picked up a couple of the shards of the glass and I'm holding them up in front of my eyes. I've just got two large fragments and I'm. It's a bit like a monocle. Well, I've got two of them, you see, and they're mm. not circularly circularly shaped. Mm. Tim Ray, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that'll do. Circularly is a word. Excellent. Thank you, Tim Ray. And I'm holding them up and I'm seeing. Oh, and I'm hearing that I'm being played out. Interesting stuff. That producer, he's a. Uh... He does good work here what sometimes. A sourpuss. With the producer? Yes. Well, we've still got at least a few minutes left, haven't we, Norman Vine? Well, tell him to stop then. You're in charge of this show. Aren't I? I you're right that I am. Uh, I have just stabbed myself in the eye with one of these little glass shards. Uh, you have to say, you have to say, producer, cut. Producer, cut. There you go. Oh. So you're in charge of the show. Oh, interesting. So this is do... your show, Adam. Oh. No, very good. Remember that. And I'm Norman Vine. You forgot to introduce me. Don't want to tell you how to do your job, but, uh, yes, it's, uh, it's pretty pretty slack. I remembered your name. I just couldn't see... Didn't want to say it. Yes. And who would? He is a dastardly man, is our Dr. Kevin Guru. I wouldn't trust him. Oh, you're talking about me? No, no, no. I just Capital I'd, chap! Thought I'd catch you off guard there. Eggs. Are you a fan, Dr. Kevin Guru? No, I don't trust them. Yeah, you're a big fan of eggs? Oh, I love them. I love them. Hmm. How about after the show you go out and treat me to a nice big banquet of bacon and eggs? Well, why not? Oh, as long as you're, you're not on that all meat diet anymore. No, I'm uh, not. I don't want to suffer the consequences I'm of I'm actually uh, on a bit of a nothing out. diet. I don't know if you heard earlier, but I mentioned to our... Our domestic goddess, Lynn, that I have eaten in a couple of days. Oh, well, I I can't join you. I see I have a date with Lynn uh, after the show. Oh. Uh, Yes, uh, we uh, hope to make love to her in some sort of public place. It's a a thing I like to do. uh, Probably should have said that. No, you probably shouldn't have. Dr. Gavin Goodall, any parting words? Ho! Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Norman Vine, what's, uh, what have you got for us? Uh... Well, we'll see you uh, see you tomorrow night. Yes, eat, drink, and be merry, folks. I am thrusting my hands in the air, exercising, because I'm very excited to be finished for tonight. I'm looking forward to going home and watching the fireworks. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm nine days too late. Well, it's been good. Thank you for joining us tonight on the Yacht on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. Up next is the BBC. Good night. and France aimed at ending the fighting in the Gaza Strip.